Welcome to the Pro-Life Team Podcast. I'm here with Susan, and we're going to talk about some legal issues that are that are currently taking place in California, and they are likely to affect the rest of the country. Susan, would you please introduce yourself as if you were talking to a group of executive directors in California and beyond? Thanks, Jacob, for having me on. My name is Susan Arnall. I'm the Director of Outreach and Engagement for the Right to Life League. Uh, we're in, based out of Southern California in the Pasadena area, and we represent uh, clinics and centers and maternity homes across California. What, what is a uh, new topic in the legal arena? Uh, and I know there's several, <laughs> but what, what's the new topic that's on the forefront of your mind at this time for the pregnancy clinic movement? One of the things that we're seeing, at least in California, more and more, you might have probably, everybody's probably aware of this Texas heartbeat bill that just went into effect and the Supreme yeah. Court didn't, didn't uh, uh, enjoin it. Uh, they're allow- allowing it to kind of proceed through the normal forces. The, one of the interesting things about the, the heartbeat bill is that it creates a private cause of action. And by that, I mean, um, the, the, the people of Texas have done a smart thing. They have empowered the people of Texas, right? It's, it, it is not an action that is brought by the state against a, a, an abortion uh, facility who has either refused to uh, give a woman an ultrasound at between six and eight weeks or whenever it is. It's actually enforced by the people of Texas so that individuals have this special power. Um, that I think was one of the... the the things that the Supreme Court mentioned when they said, well, we're, we're going to allow this to go through uh, for now. We're not going to temporarily um, enjoin it. We're not going to e- execute some sort of emergency uh, temporary restraining order. We're going to allow it to go through because it's a different type of action. It's not government action necessarily. It, it has empowered private, a private cause of action. They're doing the same thing in California, but of course with California, it's the dark side. It's how do how do we empower a private cause of action to shut down, you know, pro-life speech for an instance. And that's what's yeah. going on in California. So in California, um, Governor Newsom has recently signed AB 1356. AB 1356, which excuse me, it's now law. It forbids the posting on social media of video images, you know, photos or um, identifying information. The, the original notion of this was to avoid doxing because doxing is, you know, you, you put private information out there and sell, say everybody, you know, everybody go to the governor's house and get him, you know, sick him kind of thing, and, but private individuals. And that's, that, that's troubling for, we all agree on that. We don't, we don't want to start, um, you know, telling people rabble rousers go over and, and, frighten somebody at their own home makes sense Mm. okay but but this bill 1356 was sponsored by Planned Parenthood and NARAL and so it's really not about so much privacy that is that's that's always the weapon they use right privacy what they designed in 1356 is a private cause of action it's a state cause of action as well but it's also private it empowers actually a a special plaintiff group so it, it says that uh, abortion providers, their employees and their, and, and their clients have a cause of action 
if an individual is filming or photographing or otherwise, you know, doing activities, right, within 100 feet of the abortion facility and is filming and, and captures an image and then posts it on social media. So the, the actual filming itself is not technically the problem. The problem is what do you do with the pictures? So if you're sitting Even there- Even from like a public easement or public- Yeah, from a public sidewalk. So you're standing out front of the P Planned Parenthood, you've organized a, a pro-life rally, right? And you've got all your church members out there and we're, mm. we love babies, we love life, right? We're all there. And somebody's taking pictures or video or imagine this, maybe they're live streaming the event. Now, if you're live streaming the event, that goes automatically onto social media platforms. And that creates an issue because this law says, well, if you identify someone like a patient, because they have a right to privacy, uh, an employee, um, and they have an objective fear for their safety, that's easily alleged, by the way, just saying, okay, because this is all from the legal standpoint, all you have to do, you, you can allege um, things and get into court. And that triggers a whole series of, you know, legal threats, I guess, you know, uh, imagine if, if I wanted to bring you into court and hold you into court, I, I simply have to allege these things. I was in fear for my life. Well, how do you, how do you prove that? How, how do you prove an objective um, concern that somebody might be um, uh, wanting to hurt you? Well, one of the things that I'm, I would imagine if I were a Planned Parenthood, I would start any time there was any kind of um, prayer event in front of my facility, like a 40 days for life, for instance, which is going on right now, I would call every day. I would call the police and say, there are people out front of our organization and we're concerned they might be blocking our, our you know, egress, ingress. I don't know what they're going to be doing. What that does is it starts creating a record, right? So that you have 30 or 40 days of every day we had to fill out a report because we were concerned, our clients are concerned, our employees are concerned, right? Then, so now you've established a record that of concern, right? Then something happens, some, I don't even know, you can't even predict, somebody does something, somebody falls down, who knows, some, something goes on, there's pictures taken and posted to the web, right? Um, perhaps as what happened uh, when we did our 40 days for life, we, we facilitated one in the fall, in the, I'm sorry, in the spring of this year, um, there was a disturbed individual who threatened uh, our prayer warriors with a knife, uh, threw eggs at some of our uh, you know, prayer warriors and stole all of our signs. These are different individuals that did this. Okay, well, if somebody's videotaping that or live streaming it, right? Live streaming, it goes right on to the social, you know, it's Facebook, it's Twitter, yeah. it's all out there, right? Well, the, now we have AB 1356, which says, well, you're, you're taking an image, which is my likeness, it's recognizable, right? It, it doesn't have to be my personal information, you know, here's where, where I live, it can be just my image, right? And that's, go, that's being posted and that's the problem that now, now you have you have violated 1356 by posting this image, hmm. and this special class of plaintiff, which are the you know the the people who work at the abortion facility, their clients, things like that, they now have a cause of action against you for posting the image. Maybe it was a newsworthy event. Well, yeah, but you're not a news reporter. So what that's going to do is chill speech. The interesting thing, though, is this empowers a private 
cause of action. It's not just the state because the individual themselves, the, 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 the abortion plaintiff, the, I mean, the patient, uh, the, uh, the employees, they might have a cause of action against just prayer warriors who are out there. So it makes it, it intimidates prayer warriors or people who are peacefully protesting in front of, you know, abortion and they're on public sidewalks. Yeah. That's, it feels like an attack on the publicness of a public sidewalk. Where... Yeah, it's, it's, it's clearly an attack on the First Amendment. Look, the First Amendment protects uh, freedom of speech, and speech is not just words. Speech is also action, and it's also on the public. The, the, you're standing on a public sidewalk. You're not on private property. So there is a, a, a clear First Amendment issue, and I'm sure there are going to be groups that are going to be challenging <coughs> But the interesting thing hmm. is that just like Texas is empowering citizens, so too is California. Private causes of action to see what, what Planned Parenthood wants to do is shut down speech. They don't want you to talk about this anymore. We don't talk about what abortion is. So this do is a way to shut down. So whenever someone records footage, a picture or video from the sidewalk for well, for you know, and then they end up posting. They if they post it to the internet or if they post it to social media pages. Yes. Is it is it both or is it just it's social media? It's it's the post. No, it, it's posting it. It's publicizing. It. Publish. Okay, so making it available for someone to find on the public internet a picture from a public sidewalk. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna have to maybe blur out people's vim. I mean, the, the the thing is, how do you how can you be clever about this? You know, and and so that you don't run afoul of a law like that. Well, maybe you have to do the little blue the blue circles on people's faces, right? Or or blur the image, or maybe you have to blur the image of the um you know the facility or the address or things like that. Yeah. Um, those, those are the type of things that that a court would have to you know look at. Say, okay, well, how much? Yeah. But it's, we are, we're now in the realm of what is considered free speech and what, what, how many restrictions can you place on the First Amendment? Is that, a reasonable, is that a reasonable time, place, and manner restriction on speech? There is a good, one good thing is there is a narrow exception in 1356 for um, uh, news organizations. So let's say <laughs> uh, taken if I've taken pictures and I go take it to the LA times yeah. and I deliver that to them, well, then they can post it. And that was one of the things that we at the league uh, thought about. We, we, we complained about the violation of free speech that this is concerning. For example, I mean, one of the, the things that we said in testimony is you couldn't, you could not put a George Floyd video up on, on social media. If it happened right outside of, your, the Planned Parenthood. The, it forbids this type of George Floyd type video. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's it. sort of why we need the ability to post a video is for, right. is for essentially, essentially to expose truth for what it is so people can see raw footage of something that's happening um, right. in, in case, you know, and that, uh, so um yeah, so there's a lot of thoughts. And, and, uh, and, yeah. and I just want to clarify it. I mean, you can videotape and photograph all day long. You can't publish or yeah, post. Can't publish it. Exactly. The issue is in the publishing. And because it, again, what, what was the, what is at least the stated purpose is to prevent the, this invasion of privacy and threatening people by doxing. By, because we've become a social media world, right? So your image is out there and people get to say, I know that person, right? That, that's what we don't want. We, we don't wanna 
and and I'm I'm being a little bit general. I mean, you have to allege in there that you that you have a, an objective, reasonable fear, right? You, you, there's certain you can't. It's not just everything, but what is interesting is that it is now it's a private cause of action, and it empowers a, a certain segment of the population to act on it, right? And, and this only this is this is limited only in front of a an abortion clinic. It, how, how do they define the, the area well, in which look, I wanted to look it up? I'm going to double check. This so is one of the thoughts I'm thinking of before we read the bill or look at the bill. Um, one thing is is that whenever someone posts to the internet, essentially we're all writers. We're we're bloggers. We're we're people who are sharing our story, and if we're not allowed to post a you know from you know, from a public space, what's what we're seeing, it's no longer public. Like it feels like they're trying to change it from being public to private. And that, that goes against the fact that they don't own it. If they owned that property and it was private property, I think they would have a case. But the fact that it's public and they're trying to own it without actually you know, maintaining and well, actually and, having the purchase but, but rights that, of and it. That's exactly you're you're at you're on the point, which is okay. At what point does the, the does the public space, the, the First Amendment, when does that yield to private rights? And that's always a balancing act, right? I'm not allowed to trespass on private property, and nor can anyone trespass on my property, right? But the there, there's a long body of law, what that has held that you know photographs taken on public property, you know, if you're photographing uh, somebody walking through the, the mall at DC, right? That's, that's, excuse me. <coughs> I apologize. Taking a picture in a public area, pe people who are out in public, they know they're out in public, right? So you yeah. can take pictures of them and, and, and that you can use. So we're, we're seeing, um, the interesting thing is that, you know, NARAL and, and Planned Parenthood, they want to silence public discord. You see, they don't want us talking about abortion. They don't want to, they don't want their, their clients to see that it is really a baby. They want, they want to scare people into thinking, oh, it's just a clump of cells and just, we're going to take care of it. They don't want the truth out there. So they are now encroaching upon the, the, the they're re trying to redefine what is the public space and that's why we have concerns with this law let me read it to you right now this is from sure. the this is the california legislature this is the current status of the bill this is the bill that was signed by governor newsom just a few days ago and it starts with section two it says a person business or association shall not knowingly publicly post or publicly display disclose or distribute on internet websites or social media, the personal information or image of any reproductive health care services patient, provider, or assistant, or other individuals residing at the same home address with the intent to do either of the following. First is to intend to incite a third person to cause imminent great bodily harm to the reproductive healthcare service patient, provider, or assistant. So that that's, you know, hi, I'm just posting it over here. Boy, wouldn't it be a shame if you all showed up? You know, you're, you're kind of trying to get a third party to do something, right? To incite a third person to hurt 
them. We don't want that, right? Well, and I could agree with that. I wouldn't want someone to post right. a picture and saying, "Hey, this guy should be beat up." That would be terrible. Like that's, right. I, I, right. I, I, I don't. We agree. We, we agree. agree with this. Yeah, we don't we, want to invite people to get hurt. We don't want to incite harm. But these are all the only things you have to allege. The okay. other thing, the other thing you have to is intent to, you'd have to allege, okay, the intent to threaten the reproductive health care services patient provider or assistant identified in the posting or the display or co-resident of that person. So that makes sense, right? We don't, we don't want to incite a third person to hurt them and we don't want to threaten. So that's, that's the, that's the language that kind of limits this, all right? So the, the workaround, as I, as I set up before, if, if you as a, let's say, a reproductive healthcare services patient, provider, or assistant, if you can, all you have to do to, to bring this action is to be able to allege that you were, you, you, felt, you felt threatened, right? in an objective way. It goes on a little bit. So it's based on the person alleging more so than the person who well, did the action to say that there I is, there's down in the language. And I believe I'm, I'm scanning for it right now. It is, um, it has to be reasonable. I'm looking for the language. Hang on one second. Oh, also, by the way, in the in the definitions section, image includes but isn't limited to a photograph, video footage, a sketch, or a computer-generated image that provides a means to visually identify the person. Social okay. media means an electronic service or account, ele electronic content, including but not limited to videos or still photographs, blogs, video blogs, podcasts, uh, instant and text messages. So there you go, Telegram, even your own WhatsApp, right? Email, online services or accounts or internet website profiles or locations. How can so social media include email and text messages? That, that seems to be very it. invasive for someone to be able to do that research of, did you break this rule by sending it via email, well, which is not public? How you do it, you send it out to, let's say you've got a, a group of uh, friends, friends who love life, and you send it to mm. the email, right? Bang, and then they forward it on, right? Email. So yeah, they've just defined email to be social media. But, and sometimes when you take a picture, it, it automatically will save it to your your um, online cloud account. Right. And right. so that seems to be included as well by saying online services or accounts. It, it's, it, bring, it raises the issue, doesn't it? Even not making it public, but simply storing it as part of like a normal way of taking pictures. Right. It, it, what, I'm, what I'm saying is this, this is going to chill speech. And the issue is, is this overly broad? Is this too much? Um, I'm looking for the, let's see, the, it's a long thing and I'm scanning kind of quickly. So sorry for the, um, but the, uh, there's also a whole following definition applies for the purposes of this title. Anti-reproductive rights crime means a crime committed partly or wholly because the victim is a reproductive health services patient provider or assistant or a crime that is partially or wholly intended to intimidate the victim, any other person or entity or a class of persons or entities from becoming or remaining a reproductive health services patient provider or assistant. So this is an, it, it defines an anti-reproductive rights crime, you see. It's, it, it, anyway. 
that yeah. this is, do you see what they're trying to do? They're trying to silence you. you they're trying to silence is, us. I think that's the overall strategy is they're trying different things to silence right, right. their opposition, which is. Right. And, and all you'll have to do is, and I, I can't find the exact language, but basically the, 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 the limit on it is what we've kind of read, which is you have to be able to uh, allege that, that there was a threat that you, you know, the person posting it was threatening or was sending it to a third party to, you know, for, for purposes of threatening violence, which none of us wants that. Right. And when did this become um, law? Is this oh, just least? a few days ago, just a, a few, few days, days ago. ago. Well, yeah. nine twenty three. Yeah. So four days uh, ago. It was in, yeah, it was in, yeah. Last week, I think it was Thursday or Friday. So of last week. So, and the thing is it, you, you can bring an action for injunctive relief, meaning, you know, a TRO, you can, you can go into court and say, make them go away, make them stop, or you can bring an action for monetary damages. And in note that, that, and the, the minimum is it, the, the damages shall be awarded that in, up to an individual, up to a maximum of three times the actual damages, but in no case, less than $4,000. And, and let me find the other section. If you, if you are found to a violation of the section of the subsection three is a misdemeanor publish it publishable i'm sorry punishable by a fine of up to ten thousand dollars per violation imprisonment up to one year in a county jail or by both that's fine and imprisonment okay and a violation of this subsection that leads to the bodily injury of a reproductive health care services patient provider or assistant or other individuals at that you know same home address is misdemeanor and it's punishable by a fine of up to fifty thousand dollars imprisonment in county jail or for not exceeding one year. So that's the, the, the bodily injury part of you can be, you can, you might face a fine of up to $50,000 for this. Okay. So it's not, it, it looks like later on in the law, it also says a second or, or a subsequent, subsequent violation yeah. of subdivision A, B, E, or F boils mm -hmm. down to 50,000 up to, up to yeah. not to exceed 50,000 and also can include imprisonment. Yes. So th this is going to be a, yeah, there's a lot of uh, high dollar yeah. pieces in it, play it's here. Got, it's got a lot of teeth in it. And the thing is, it, it, it empowers a private cause of action, you see. It's not just criminal by the, you don't just have to have a DA, although I think Gascon's the DA in LA and he's very, very, you know, um, pro. Yeah, and an interesting thing is that the actual video footage being taken from the mm -hmm. sidewalk is often the evidence that no harm was done, that we were kind to this person who was alleging or lying about the situation. And that video footage right. has the value of the same reason why a police officer may wear the body cam in order to prove what really happened. When, right. when it's my word against someone else's word, that's why that that's why that footage is so important. It's and then very the, important. Yes. And, but, but the, yeah. the thing is what they just want you to do is they, they, they don't want you to publish it anywhere. You can't Probably it because it looks very it. negative against the people that are right. opposing the sidewalk counselors. The sidewalk counselors are often full of right. 
Jesus-filled love, while the people opposing them are often irate and insane sounding, and it looks very <laughs> bad against their movement. Right, right. That's why so, they're doing this. Right. That's what they, they, they don't want the images to get out. That's it. Um, and they're, they're, they're predicating all of this on the danger to this abortion-minded woman who I think, who was it? Which was public figure that said, these women have to run the gauntlet, meaning they have to walk by people who are praying yeah. sometimes silently for, for their baby. And that's running the gauntlet. So we don't want you to, we, 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 we don't want to see prayer and we don't want to see uh, you outside of the, the, the abortion factory. So what do we need to do? So in California, they're, they're creating this, uh, it's like a, not even, there's another bill that's made it a buffer zone that's even kind of more crazy. Uh, it's called SB 742. That's also- I read about that one. And that yeah. one came out, I think it was like two or th three weeks ago or four weeks ago, talking well, about it's how been they- going through. It's been all, it's been going through the legislative process, but it's also been signed now within a few days ago from, from by Governor Newsom. And that's simply, um, that's another attack on life speech because what they, but they, but it's, it's not on the face because what they've said is you cannot be within a hundred feet of the entrance or exit of any vaccination site. Yeah. So it originally started with, we don't want um, anti-vaxxers to be passing out literature to say, Hey, why don't you ask what's in this, uh, you know, COVID vaccine or, Hey, maybe you should wait. Well, right? We, but I we think don't it want was... anybody to inter interfere, but, yeah, but they, they changed it to not, now it does they can essentially since Planned Parenthood is providing the vaccine, they can tell someone not to be within a hundred feet and in, for any reason, was, but not even based on the vaccine. It's based off of them right. praying. It, and, it, exactly. That was my point is that it started out as an anti-vax, which was a very narrow message on hundred yeah. feet. We couldn't protest vaccinations. They stripped that out within a few, like 48 hours before they did the, the passage of uh, the bill, strip out any speech at all, pretty much. You cannot protest in any fit. And in fact, you wanna see what harassing would look like? I'll show you under this bill. Let's say I've got a sign here that says, you know, uh, babies, you know, babies are alive, right? Something like that. The d definition of harassment in 742 is to, to direct a sign towards someone. I'm quiet. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, an 80. Well, what if someone's praying and I go like this, doing the rosary right? on the side? Yeah, of the I know. Door. Well, that's harassment. There you go. So they, 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 and it is all vaccination sites. And it's like that, that's all planned parenthood. I, I believe essentially all planned parenthoods are now vaccination sites and it's not got to do with the COVID vaccine either. It's, you can have measles, mumps, rubella, shingles, any vaccination site. So that's Walgreens. That's the clinic at, you know, the university anywhere. You can't be within a hundred feet of that. And it, it's, it, it just really shuts down speech because it, it because they stripped it out. They're targeting pro-life speech, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it's a direct attack on, on essentially sidewalk, peaceful, it's, prayerful sidewalk it's, ministries it, who are if, looking to help women have all their options and not, you know, and feeling like there's someone who cares. Well, Susan, I really appreciate your time. I think this was, um, this was, yeah, I think this was a good dialogue to essentially raise some awareness of legal concerns of, of um, just some of the attacks that are happening in, you know, from legislature um, and how, yeah, how these, you know, some new laws in California are going to severely well, be challenged and impact local Californians and then 
across the country, we, we need to be aware of the direction of, you know, the enemy is looking probably to, to duplicate and replicate these laws in other places to, to further silence their opposition and silence these good, kind-hearted, Jesus-loving people from being able to express love and care and prayer on, in, in different places. Well, so, we are on a battlefield. We are on a battlefield. A ba this yeah. Is playing, this is playing out in one plane, but there's a, there's a spiritual warfare going on above. 